Hey, sister. Welcome to the She's Making Waves podcast, where we're all about real and raw conversations that will meet you where you are and help take you to where you're wanting to go in your life, home, career, and relationships. My name's Morgan Brittany, and I'm your new positive vibes and sassy bestie that's here to hype you up, share amazing stories, ignite your inner fire, and help you unleash your full potential so you can get out there and start making waves. In this podcast, we're all about embracing our weird, setting boundaries, and taking aligned action so we can build a life we're so freaking obsessed with. We're leaving no stone unturned and no dream unexplored. Whether it's those self-sabotaging habits or that pesky imposter syndrome, I'm here to help you break through those barriers that have been holding you back for far too long. So what do you say? Are you ready to ride the waves of inspiration, empowerment, and self-discovery? Because we're about to embark on an amazing journey together. Let's do this. Hey, welcome back. I am so pumped you're here. So today's episode is super close to my heart. We are going to be talking about the stories we tell ourselves. You know, like those sneaky little narratives that often aren't true, but control us in such a profound way. I'm going to share my journey with you, including my insecurities about my nose and my quest for external validation and something I bet you guys can absolutely relate to as well. So let's just go ahead and dive right in because stories, they're not just for bedtime or for movies or for what have you. Like we all have these stories we tell ourselves about who we are. And often these stories start when we're young and innocent. And if you think back to your childhood, what were you told about yourself? Whether that's from friend groups at school, teachers, parents, family members, siblings, like what were you told about yourself? Because for me, it was that I was, it was like that I wasn't one of the cool kids. I always felt like I didn't belong. Um, I was, it was just a label and became like this lens that I viewed all of my social interactions through. And it led me to feeling like I was an outsider, even in spaces where I belonged. And then I remember in, um, actually this happened multiple times that the first encounter was in first grade. Um, I have very broad features and my nose being one of them. And in first grade, I was teased about it. And, you know, as a first grader, you kind of like brush that stuff off. I didn't think anything of it. I remember, you know, not really caring about my looks in junior or in elementary school, but in junior high in seventh grade, um, someone I was actually friends with, I overheard her talking about it again. And so it made me super self-conscious about the way that I looked. I thought that I was ugly and not that looks matter, but you know, like it was just something I was super self-conscious about and it had gone with me all through my school age years into my young adult life. And we cling to these stories and they root in our deepest needs, like the needs to belong, to be loved, to be seen, to be accepted, to feel worthy as a child. 
And when someone tells you you're not enough or too much of something, it sticks. And I was told that I was not or that I was too much my entire life, my entire life, that I was too weird, I was too outgoing, that I was too loud, that I had too many ideas, that I need to be realistic. That was a big one. And all of that stuff sticks to you and it shapes your worldview and it hurts. It's like uh, little little dream crushers. And think as a child, when someone's crushing your dreams, could you imagine if you're a mama, could you imagine looking at your daughter or your son and telling them that their dreams are shit, that their dreams are crap? Like, could you imagine just looking at them in their eyes and telling them that they're too much, that they need to be more realistic? And if you're not a mama, think like maybe do you have like a niece or nephew or a, a sibling that's younger than you? Could you imagine looking into their eyes as a young child and telling them that they're unworthy or picking on a feature that they were given to given by God and you know making fun of it, bullying them? You can't you can't imagine that because it would break your heart. You could not bring yourself to do that. And if you can, like, you shouldn't be listening to my podcast because that's, we're not about that negativity. But like I said, it sticks and it shapes your worldview. And for me, it wasn't about my appearance and seeking approval. Or let me change that. For me, it was about my appearance and seeking approval because I, I, I wanted so badly to have that validation. I was always chasing recognition. And I desperately was trying to fill a void of praise that I never received as a child. I remember, um, if you guys have been following me for a while, I had joined a network marketing company or a a multi-level marketing company rather, um, Arbonne. And I love their products still to this day, so I'm not going to say anything bad about them. But uh, within my first two weeks uh, joining the business, I had made it to district manager. And then within just a few months later, I earned my very first incentive trip. And uh, this is, these are like really big things within this company. Because if you've ever been in a multi-level marketing company, like it's really I don't want to say hard, but it's not easy to achieve these things, no matter what dream these, uh, you know, reps try to sell you. It's, it's a lot of hard work. Anywho, um, after I had achieved these, uh, other girls that were on the team were getting all this praise. Like all the other team members were shouting them out on Instagram stories and they were getting, you know, all these shout outs and just praise. And it sounds so silly, but I didn't get any of that. Um, and I, again, it gave me that feeling of not belonging. It gave me that feeling of I'm not good enough. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like I reached it before all these other people. Like I haven't been in the business so long enough. I didn't have a, a big enough book like all these other girls. And like I worked my tail off to earn this, but I didn't get the recognition and the praise like they did. And it bothered me. 
And so, I mean, and this was something that was recent. This was just a couple years ago. And I'm like, that is like, I've got to break that. That's so wrong. Like I, I need to stop attaching external validation with my worth. And that's the same with like my gym. Um, I had a gym and I was, felt like I was on top of the world. Everybody loved me. I had so many friends and I'm not going to get too far into it. Um, but when I COVID happened and the gym got shut down and I decided to close it for good, um, I lost all of that. I lost all those friends. And it was like they were only friends with me because I had something to offer them. And so that whole um, self-worth really, really, really stuck, stuck in. And this is going to make me get a little emotional because it's thinking back to it. I'm like, that was only four years, almost four years ago. And that little girl inside me was so sad because I felt like once again, all my life as I was 35 years old at the time or 34, I think, um, I still was seeking real friendships. And I really thought throughout the gym, like I was like, I I donated all my time to these people. And I thought they truly liked me. And they only liked what I had to offer them. At least that's what, what it felt like. So we carry these stories with us. And they weigh very, very heavy. And so let's Let's kind of dive into like how to break the cycle because this was something that was really, really difficult for me personally. And if you've ever gone through something like this, like where you were told these stories as a child and you always felt like you didn't fit in or you weren't good enough or were made fun of or bullied for a certain aspect of your body or maybe you suck at spelling. (laughs) I suck at spelling. I can't tell you how many times I've been called out about misspelling something or the grammar being wrong. It's not my strong suit. So there was a time where I would be nervous to even post things on social media like stories and such because I'm like, oh my God, what if it doesn't make sense? What if it doesn't sound good? What if there's words that are wrong? Maybe I misspelled something. Um, Or do you remember like maybe in high school when I would do like the popcorn where you would read a certain paragraph and you would like hurry and read ahead, like kind of head to see what paragraph you needed to read and make sure you do all the words. So when it was your turn, you didn't like stumble on them because sister, if you did that, I did that too. Um, because I struggled with reading and I was like, I would sweat so bad when it got ready to be my turn. And even though I pre-read it and I knew all the words, I was so nervous. I still stumbled a little bit. Like these are the things that stick with you as you get older. And I want to tell you, I've got a solution. I'm going to help you break the cycle if this is you. Um, so let's talk about how we can break free because it starts with recognition. It starts with recognizing these stories and for what they are, they're echoes of our past. They're not truths. So you've got to wipe that away. These are not truths. They do not define you. And for me, like the breakthrough came when I realized like my worth was not a tied to, it wasn't tied to my appearance. It wasn't tied to the approval of others. It wasn't tied to any of that because that was all bullshit. And it was like a really big aha moment, understanding that these beliefs 
were not mine. They were not mine. They were given to me. And it was time for me to give them back. And that is exactly what I did. I gave them back. I no longer associated myself with these. And just because you give them back doesn't mean like they don't still, you know, when you reflect back on them, they don't still hurt because we're human and we should absolutely feel the entire, you know, uh, volume of human emotions. You should be happy when you think about happy things. You should be sad when you think about sad things. I don't want to say should, but you can. You, I, you know what I mean? Like if you think about something that hurt you when you were younger and it traveled with you for so long, like that is a part of your life. It did happen to you for you, but you can give it back and you can change the story. You can change the narrative. So you know me, I love action steps. And so I really want to give you guys some action steps if this is resonating with you on how you can take back your life and hand back those stories. Um, First, it starts with some like really deep work. Um, You got to identify the stories. I, I highly recommend just writing them all down. And this is going to be challenging and it's going to hurt you're going to have some tears. So make sure you either got a long fluffy sweater that you can wipe your nose on, a Kleenex next to you, um, a blanket, you know, all of the things that you're just make sure you build yourself like this little safe environment. Um, and you're well prepared to write all of these down because you're, you're going to tap into some really deep emotions. Um, I just want to let you know, like it's, and it's okay that you tap into them. Don't let those redefine you, you're, you're releasing them. That's what we're doing. We're releasing them. And then after that, I want you to challenge them. I want you to ask yourself, is this really true? And then replace them with positive affirmations. So we're going to change the narrative on what, what the story is that you've been told. You're going to tell yourself or the story that it is not true. And then you're going to replace that story with a positive affirmation. Another powerful tool is visualization. And I want you to visualize yourself as a confident, worthy woman. I want you to picture yourself free from these limiting beliefs. And I want you to take a deep breath in and then exhale it all out. Close your eyes, breathe in confidence, breathe in worthiness. And then I want you to exhale all the negativity, all the layers, all the stories, all the limiting beliefs out. And I do this for, you know, five, 10, 15 minutes. And then every breath, you're going to feel a little less. You're going to feel a little less weight on you. It is going to be really heavy at first because you're going to feel all those emotions and you're going to feel all of that negativity and stories coming out of you. No longer defining you because they shouldn't have defined it. They shouldn't have defined us in the first place. 
And this practice, it's all about rewiring your brain to see new, to see a new empowered version of yourself. And it's going to be difficult, but it's so worth doing the work. Because if you don't do the work, you're going to be in this same vicious cycle like I was for 35 years. I didn't fully, and I think that's why it's still a little like emotional for me. I didn't fully take back my life like a hundred, hundred percent until this year. And it started slowly. Like I started doing the self work, um, like the inner work, the deep inner work. I would say, uh, 22, 2022. And then 2023, I got off of social media and blocked out all of the noise and really dug deep and really focused on who I was and stopped listening to who everybody else wanted me to be. I stepped into, because that, that's a real thing. Like you'll have friends and you'll have family members who will push you to be the person that they want you to be. And they don't, they don't push you to be the person they want to be in like a malicious way or trying to hold you back from anything. They, they do it because they think that's what's best for you or they love you. It's all positive. But sometimes when that happens, that's not necessarily what you want. That's not necessarily what aligns with you. And so really blocking out that noise and getting really real with yourself and listening to who you really are. And handing back all of the stories that were told over the years and ripping up all of the validation that you once upon a time used to seek. It's, it's really empowering once you do that. You have like this new breath of life. You feel rejuvenated because you found who you are meant to be. You come home to who you are meant to be. And I think like the icing on top for me was getting into a room with other women who felt the same way, who have stories like that, had layers like that. And maybe they were still working through it. Because when I went to this women empowerment conference, I'm telling you, I, I showed up one person and I came home a completely different woman. And I am so proud that I made myself uncomfortable because it was like the final, final piece of the puzzle that I needed to really find who I was, to really gain my self-confidence and my self-worth and to, you know, finally rip up the last permission or validation slip that I used to seek. So as we, as we wrap up this episode, um, I really want to encourage you, like share your journey with the community. Like if you have a story that's similar to this, Please slide into my DM, sister friend. I would love to hear it. I would love to, you know, walk through it with you and 
help you and listen to you because sometimes like we just need someone to listen. Sometimes we just need to get it out. We just need to write it down. Maybe you don't want anyone to listen. You just need to write it down on paper. Like I gave in like the examples of action steps. But I I want to support each other in rewriting our stories. And also if you know somebody who may be going through something like this, share share this episode with them. If you have a friend or a family member who is struggling with, you know, worthiness and confidence and they have stories that aren't their own that they're living by, share this episode. I would it would I would really appreciate it because I this is a message that they need to hear and I want I would love to be able to help them through that. So, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this helped you. I love you. I am cheering for you. And if you are going through anything, please, like I said, slide into my DMs. I would love to be that ear to listen. And if you need some help or advice, I'd love to be that for you as well. And until next time, keep making those waves and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. You have no idea how much it means to me. If this episode resonated with you, I would be over the moon if you shared it with a friend. Or even better, share it on social media and tag me because I would love to personally thank you for being an incredible part of getting the message out. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. That's where we dish out exclusive insights, motivation, and behind-the-scenes goodies that you absolutely don't want to miss. So until our next adventure, keep making those waves because you are unstoppable.